Hello you guys and welcome to another episode of Diana Speaking. So this is episode 3 and today we're going to be talking about something more on the serious lines. Um, Starting September 6th to September 12th is actually um, Suicide Prevention Week because uh, September 10th is World Suicide Prevention Day. So today's topic is going to be a heavy one. We're going to be talking about suicide and depression and the reason why i want to talk about this is because many of us know or are going through depression or we know somebody going through depression and sometimes we feel like we know how to help the person or you think that the person doesn't want to be helped or i've heard many people say you can't help somebody who doesn't want to be helped or they just plain out don't believe the person is depressed. And I want to go over this because like I said, many of us know somebody going through depression or are going through depression. And I think it's something just a very broad topic that should be talked about, especially among families, which sadly, it's not a topic that families choose to talk about sometimes. So we're going to start off by basically just um giving you a definition of what depression is and depression you know to put it in simple terms is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest to things that you once found to be your hobbies Um, Many people go through this. Statistics show that 3 million cases in the U.S. um, happen every year of depression. And suicides are very common in age groups from 15 years old, you guys, to 24 years old. Now, there's many suicides in other age, age ranges, But from 15 years old to 24 years old, those are the main um, age ranges that have been um, charted. And some of the symptoms that you have when you're depressed, um, there's many, but I just chose a few because I'm not going to go over all of them. The first one is anxiety which is very common um the second one is poor appetite or the other one would be um an interest of an increase i'm sorry of appetite so it's either you're losing a lot of weight in a short period of time or you're gaining a lot of weight like you're stress eating and the third one is feeling guilty and not knowing why Um, Another one is hopelessness. You just walk around with this feeling of hopelessness all the time. And it's something that weighs you very heavily. And we spoke about this one, which is loss of interest. You know, many people, that's how they start noticing that people have depression. For example, if you know a person that used to love to go running and now they're mainly in their home all the time. Obviously, with this pandemic, that's what we're supposed to be doing. But you just notice, like, really big 
changes in a person that you even question like are you okay like what's going on usually what they'll tell you a person who's depressed is that nothing is wrong or they'll try to kind of tell you but if you give them that that stigma of or that wording of oh you'll get through it or oh it's temporary or it, you just make it seem insignificant you just make it seem like it's not that serious then the person is not going to open up to you and that's one thing that a lot of people that work in suicide hotlines talk about when people call you on the suicide hotline you don't talk about yourself to a person you don't tell them like oh yeah you know i used to go through that and you know it's just a phase i went through that you don't talk about yourself you don't minimize a person's emotions when they're opening up to you and that, i feel like that's something many of us do like when somebody is kind of telling us like oh i'm going through this we kind of tend to th think of like okay how can i help this person like okay i went through this but as human beings i feel like we have to realize that everyone goes through different things in a very different way just because you went through a certain situation you dealt with it in a certain way that maybe another person doesn't seem like or doesn't want to even deal with it the same way as you and what i feel like is very important when you talk to a person who's depressed is just making them feel like you're in that place with them because when you're depressed or you're suicidal you're in like a dark place and it's the truth we as people who go through that we know that but it's nice to know that you have a friend that is willing to go through it with you and not go through it for you in a way i'm not sure if that makes sense but they won't give you advice that's for them they give you advice that's for you they don't tell you like okay well i would do this if i was in this situation no they tell you like okay well i think maybe if you could try this or they don't tell you things they would do they tell you things if you know the person very well they might give you a suggestion about things that you as your person as your being not as them not as their shoes as other person And that just, I think that's very important to just make a person who's going through certain situations, make them feel like you're in that dark space with them. And no matter what, you're going to support them. And one of the ways that you can support them is just by listening. Sometimes we don't want answers. Sometimes the people who are going through this don't need an answer. They just need you to sometimes just even lay down with them sit down with them hold their hand and just stare off at a wall and believe me that person will be so grateful that you did that because there's people who 
will literally feel like that person is just a weirdo like they'll make you they'll just feel attacked in a way that you you know if you make a person who's going through this situation feel like like what's wrong with you you're weird that is just gonna add on to that heaviness that they feel that load already that they have so you never want to do that and I think it's very important to just recognize a person's pain. Like, just recognize the person's situation. If they tell you, like, hey, you know what, I'm going through this. Even repeating it, like, oh, you're going through this. Like, how does that make you feel? Like, is there, you can even ask them, like, is there anything I can do? And if they say no, then just listen. Just just listen to them. You know, if they're family, I think, you know, if you can help them get out more to their limit. Because, you know, there's people who literally don't want to go out. They want to stay home. Just stay home with them and just be there with them. Being there for a person has so much impact. Like, think of a person right now that if you're going through a situation, you'll call. Because you know that person is there for you. And no matter what, they won't judge you. So you're thinking of that person? Great. Now imagine that person isn't there. You may think of other few people that you can call. But ten times, you would want to call that person you first thought about. And see, there's people around the world. There's people that don't have that person and that's what you know we are trying to bring awareness of you can be a person like that you know you can be that person for somebody not to harm themselves not to think those bad thoughts about themselves and i think that's so beautiful because as human beings we have the need to feel accepted and we have the need to be loved and some people don't have that some people go home and are mistreated some people go home and are just going through a situation that you would never want yourself to go through your kids to go through anyone not even your worst worst enemy so that's just something to think about because You know, this week is a very good week to think of that person that maybe isn't happy all the time or maybe isn't joyful all the time. And it doesn't have to be something negative. Like, you can make it a positive. You can just send them a message like, hey, how are you doing? Just making a conversation with that person sometimes is honestly a friendship starter like if you know somebody's sad and you're just watching the person and you don't know if you should talk to them or not you should talk to them because chances are that person needs a friend and you can be that friend and knowing that you help the person maybe even save the person 
that is something that you'll have with you forever and i just think that's so beautiful and instead of you know kids go to school people go to work they already have that stress they're going through bullying they're going through situations in whatever space they're in home work school and it's just so nice to come home or just have a friend that you can speak to all the time it's just something great and i just wanted to bring awareness to that like i said september 6th through the 12th is um uh suicide prevention week and world suicide prevention day is september 10th and i want to bring out things that if you're a person going through depression if you're a person going through um suicidal thoughts i want to bring out things that have helped other people that you can try at home because obviously with the pandemic you know we can't really go out um but things you can try that other people have tried and it has helped them So the first one is going to sound so funny, but so many people have um, said positive things about this. And that is when you're feeling certain feelings of anxiousness, sadness, um, self-harm issues. This is something that people have said that has helped them a lot. And that is taking a soothing shower. And the reason why it helps people is because just the the sound of the water, the feeling of the water, the aromas of the shampoos you're using, things like that help you to just calm down. A lot of people also have tried aromatherapy. And I'm not a doctor, you guys. These are just things that people have tried that has helped them. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. So some stuff might work for you. Some stuff might not. Maybe nothing's going to work for you. Maybe you have your own ways of coping with it. But these are just things that I gathered um, information on. And uh, I just wanted to share it to bring awareness, like I said. So aromatherapy is something I actually love to do. You know, I love candles. I love oils, essential oils that you can either put on a candle burner. Um, You can buy essential oils for your skin and just a little bit so you can be smelling it. And it soothes you. One that I really love to use, you guys, is eucalyptus. Eucalyptus plant has just soothing um, things in it that help you. Um, So that's one. And then also jasmine. And jasmine is, uh, it's a little, well, both of them are kind of strong, but they're both very good. And there's many other like rose, tea tree oil, a bunch of them. But those are the two main ones that I like to use. Everyone has a very different like of smelling. 
You know, some people like to smell roses. Other people don't like roses. Other people like tulips. Whatever works for you, you can try it out. Um, I do believe there's a lot of stores that sell um, uh, aromas or like oils, essential oils. I bought mine at, at, um, not Family Dollar, at Five and Below. They have literally um, the little oil burner and they have the oils. And I bought a couple of them. I bought rose, jasmine, um, lavender, uh, tea tree oil, eucalyptus, and rose. I bought six of them and I love them. My husband doesn't love them as much. So if he's around, I'll try to put something he likes. But when he's not around, I'll use my tea tree oil, my eucalyptus, especially jasmine. Jasmine is really strong, so he doesn't really like strong smells. So I'll use jasmine when he's not around. It's one of my favorites, you guys. And lavender, I love lavender for everything. Candles, when you mop or when I mop, I use lavender. I love lavender oils, lavender shampoos, lavender bath salts, anything. And bath salts is also the next one I was going to use. Bath salts, just smelling the bath salts helps you. So those are two of the strategies that um, people have used. Another one is just basically talking to a friend. And we've mentioned, the reason why I mentioned all those other things first was because if somebody reaches out to you, you want to know kind of what not to do and what to do so the third option would be talking to a trusted friend and talking is really hard especially if you are not in touch with like opening up to people which it's usually the case um but you know what that real friend if it's a real, real friend and you open up to them and you tell them, even in a bold way, like the boldest way you can think of telling somebody something, they won't freak out. They'll be there for you. And that's what makes a real friend a friend. That no matter what you tell them, they're not going to get scared of what you're going through or what you're feeling. They're going to try to understand you. And try to understand what you're going through, what your mindset is, even if it's not something that, you know, they're fully ever going to understand, which it's really never going to happen. Nobody's really going to understand exactly what you're going through because you're the one going through it. So that's another one. Um, I also want to mention the suicide hotline because... The suicide hotline is something very beautiful, you guys. It's something that suicide hotline workers don't have a pen and paper writing your information down. Suicide hotline workers is literally a person that no matter what you tell them, they're going to believe what you're going through. And I say believe what you're going through because you can tell your family that you're going through something and they might not believe you. And that's the saddest thing ever, you guys. But a complete stranger that you call on the suicide hotline will believe you. 
And that is something so beautiful. So the number for that, you guys, is actually 1-800-273-8255. And that's here in the United States. And like I said, they don't have a pen and paper writing your information down. They don't have, they don't ask you for your social security. They don't ask you for anything. They just ask you to be honest with them and just share your feelings with them. And honestly, like I said, I think that's something so beautiful. The next one is something more private, and that's the suicide text line. Um, that for that number, the text line is seven four one seven four one, and that only works here in the United States and Canada. And that one is more personal. I feel like when you're writing things, you have more time to kind of process what you're telling the person. And the person is more likely to understand, um, you know, if you're crying on the phone or if you're as opposed, I'm sorry, to like crying on the phone. I mean, they'll be there for you on the phone as well. But I just feel like when you're texting, you can gather your thoughts more. So that's the other option, you guys. And the main option that I would recommend, you guys, if you're feeling like you're depressed or have any type of suicidal thoughts or actually have self-harmed and that includes burning cutting or starving yourself which like i said many people will not understand these things but to the people going through it's like everything this is literally a coping mechanism that they have and even though you might not understand that This is just something that they've learned to do to help them cope with literally feelings of self-hatred, bullying, family abuse, just anything. So the main thing that I would strongly recommend you guys that a lot of people, you know, for many reasons don't like to do. Is just go to the doctor. You know, many people don't want to be on medication, don't want that on their record, you know, because once you're once you start taking certain medications, it stays with you know in your file. But your health is so important, you guys. So I would recommend out of all these options, this should have been the first one that I should have mentioned. Sorry, you know, I kind of got it mixed up, but this would be the one that I would really recommend you guys because, you know, a lot of people don't want to be on medication because, you know, you might feel like other people, sorry, might make you feel like you're crazy because there's been cases like that, but you're not. You're just going through a situation that not everybody gets not gets to experience but you're going through a situation that you experience it in a different way and i say that because people who are usually depressed you guys we feel things to what like excessively when we get sad we feel sadness excessively when we're happy we feel it a lot like like it's just how do i how do i explain it like it's just tons and tons of emotion 
so those are some of the things you guys that i want to bring out and um if you know somebody who's going through this had a family loss to suicide or depression um or you know you're going through a situation where you're harming yourself or know somebody who is you guys this um september 10th or just this week take the time to just talk to a person be there for a person because you never know when that person could be you you never know when you're going to need a person and just take this time to reach out to a person and be there for a person And I want to end this video, you guys, by letting you know that you can bring awareness, you guys, by not only sharing this video or, you know, this podcast, sorry, but also September 10th, you can post an image of an apostrophe and use the hashtag World Suicide Prevention Day on September 10th. And just educate yourself on the topic because a lot a lot a lot of people don't understand this and if you have kids or you plan on having kids or you're a kid and your family doesn't understand this situation it's important to educate yourself because sometimes parents don't believe that their kids are depressed because they're young. And then once they kill themselves, they realize it's too late. Or once they start self-harming themselves, then they want to take them to, to, ter- to therapy. So, I just think that it's a very important topic to educate yourself in. Because you can help somebody. Or even yourself. So you guys, that's it for this episode. Like I said, this was this episode was a very deep episode. Um, I want to see um, what I'm going to do for the next episode. I have a couple suggestions that I got on our Instagram page at Diana Speaking. And I actually got a few people who requested to be on the next episode. So I'm going to go ahead and see if we can make that happen, you guys. And I just want to say thank you guys for supporting my podcast. And like I said, please, please, please use this week, you guys. September 6th, starting today through September 12th, to just reach out to a friend or reach out to a person that you may think is going through a situation like this. Sending so much love, you guys. So much positivity. The world needs that right now. So I just want to say thank you for listening. And just thank you. <laughs>